It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir means hello and good evening in French. Bonjour et bonsoir. It's Simon Marcel. Welcome to the rendezvous. We're going to talk love. We're going to talk relationships. I'm going to get to your calls. But before I do this, I want to thank you for all the voicemails. We got a lot, a lot, a lot of voicemails every night and also every day. And I appreciate your trust and your faith in me as your host uh, and give insight on relationships and stuff like that. So uh, continue to do so. We love it at the rendezvous. So if you have a question, and I mean 24-7, about something on your mind, about your relationship, just call and leave a message at 855-905-8255-24-7. And right now, at showtime, more than ever, 855-905-8255. The lines are open. Any questions about your relationship? 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Kyra. Bonjour, Simon. I understand you can't find the right person. Yeah, you know, I just feel like I just attract the wrong men in my life. And I just had, you know, this experience where I was on, you know, a dating app and I was dating this guy and it just wasn't working out. He just was everything that I've ever dated. I'm just... I don't know. Can I ever find the right person? I just feel like all I do is date the wrong person. Okay, let's. I'm, I'm going to help you. But define for me, like, what type of man are you dating over and over? Describe to me what they're like, so I understand. Yeah, probably they always have like a temper problem, a little emotionally, you know, not there, like not available, and just never feeling like they're a partner to me. It's always feeling like it's almost like we're trauma bonding, but we're not like really having a partnership. I think that's my biggest problem. Are you also suffering from a temper and an emotional outburst? Is that also your personality? I mean, when I'm pushed, absolutely. But like in, in a relationship, I'm very loving. I'm all in all the time, you know, all my cards are on the table. But when things don't go your way, do you start, you know, being, you know, you know, yelling sure. or, yes? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's interesting, huh? So you are, if, if guys would describe you, maybe they would describe the same behavior you describe about them, maybe about you too. Sure. So I have an idea, but I don't know if you're going to like it. Mm-hmm. Maybe I would, before to date anybody else, I would call a shrink, a, a therapist. Like I have one, wonderful one. Friends of mine have shrink. And ask myself with the shrink, okay, obviously my, my picker is attracted by people who behave like me react emotionally like me. Um, mm-hmm. And maybe uh, I'd like to understand more about myself before I can, you know, change my picker. But it's not so much about first, you know, where to find the guy. It's more about maybe calming something inside of you and changing the magnetic attraction to guys who react like you, which makes you familiar and comfortable because you use the word trauma bonding when you describe what you're going through, right? You said, mm-hmm. we are trauma bonding but we're not really building a relationship. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. you heal your own trauma first and you won't attract you know, men that, that you know, are also damaged emotionally, but you'll find people that are built strong and healthy like you will be. Yes, I totally agree with you and I understand that completely. Thank you, Simon. You got it. Thank you for calling and have a good night, Kara. You too. Changing gears, I'm going to answer... A Twitter DM question from Veronica because her and her boyfriend are having a little difficulty when it comes to the ooh la la and its timing. I'll explain next.
So if you have a question for me, remember you can leave me a voicemail or you can simply send me a Twitter DM at Monive Radio, which Veronica did, saying, Bonjour Simon, I'm not always in the mood for ooh la la and my boyfriend is. So, is there a nice way to turn him down without hurting his feelings? Uh, that is a universal question. When you're not in the mood for the ooh la la with your partner, but your partner is, what can you tell your partner without hurting their feelings? I'm going to tell you that next. So, I think this is a key question. If you're not in the mood to have ooh la la with your boyfriend, but he is. So, Veronica asked me, is there a nice way to turn my boyfriend down about the ooh la la without hurting his feelings? And I think the best way is to be honest. No need to lie. Just say, you know, listen, I just, I'm not in the mood for this. It's not about you. It's just, you know, I'm not in the mood. And I think being honest is the best answer possible. Because as a guy, you can always accept honesty. But if you play or beat around the bush and then he feels that something is wrong or you're not telling him the truth, just like you expect the truth from your boyfriend, remember, if you don't want to have the ooh just say, listen, I love you, honey. I'm not in the mood for the ooh And let's watch a movie together. And then you propose something else. But let's watch a movie together and so on. You always have the right to say the truth. The truth is so important. So that's my advice. Be 100% honest. Now, any questions for me? You call the next. 855-905-8255. If you want to share a romantic story with me, the rendezvous is the show to call now. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Becky. Bonjour, Simon. <laughs> Bonjour. So, I understand you have kind of an unusual story of how you met your husband and what happened. Yes. <laughs> it was very unusual. Um, we were at a, a party, and I saw him. He turned around, and I just knew that he was the one for me. And we spoke for about 10 minutes. And uh -huh. I said, well, I think we should get married. <laughs> he said, I think oh my so gosh. too. And, and um, he, uh, he introduced me to his family that evening and introduced me as his fiance. And it, the, the strange, strange part of it is they were like, yeah, we get it. We see it. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was such a strange thing but everyone seemed to like see the resonance with us and they just kind of got it we had this very magical connection and uh -huh. in fact um the first time we kissed can i can i tell you that story <laughs> sure what happened so we were with his mom in a restaurant and she kind of saw the energy between us and she said i'm gonna go for a walk and so she went for a walk, and he and mm -hmm. I went out on the beach together. This was mm -hmm. um, in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. And he just kissed me with so much passion that I literally whited out. Like, I, I fainted. You and fainted? I fainted. I, I like, and it, it was so, like, one of those moments that felt so cosmic. It felt like like completion, like I had done what I had come to earth to do. And it was just wow, this that's... feeling of like wholeness. 
I love that. I love the power of the universe. Watch that that story again. Illustrates my point when I said, you know, when people are single and they call me and they they're losing the faith or not keeping the faith. I said, you've got to trust the universe. Look what happened to you, Becky. I mean, yeah, you I really feel like I found my my twin soul. That's it. You are the half. Well, yeah. congratulations to you and your husband, and thanks Thank for the universe you. for making those things kind of happen. And I'm glad I yes. can hear this. This this is wonderful. Yes. Thank you so much, Simon. I really appreciate you. You're most welcome. Thank you for sharing that story. Have a good night. You too. Now, changing gears, I am going to go answer somebody who left me a question on my voicemail. So let's go find out what his question is next. If you have a question for me, it's not just the two hours of the show that the lines are open. My voicemail is open 24-7. So... All you got to do is leave me a voicemail at 855-905-8255 and I'll get to it, like for this one. Simon, bonjour. You only have women leave messages. I'm a man and I have a problem that I want it addressed. I'm with a woman. We have a great relationship. It's getting a little boring. Only in the bedroom because a man or woman, I would say, they don't want to eat the same meal every night. I want a little spice. I approach the woman to do a little spice and try something different, maybe with another woman. And she was offended, thought I wanted to cheat on her. What do you think about my suggestion? I was honest. Please, Simon, help me. Bonsoir. <laughs> Bonsoir. Yes, um, what should you do if the ulala with your wife or husband is boring? You want to spice it up. What's the right way to approach this? I'll tell you my advice next. So I got a voicemail from a man who says, you know, he's married, everything is good, but the ooh-la-la is so boring, and he wanted to introduce the idea of maybe bringing somebody else for the ooh-la-la, and his wife got upset and offended, said it was like cheating. So he doesn't know what to do. So here's my advice. When we are married, we can have ideas and suggestions and explain that to your wife, what matters is to be honest and not force it on somebody else. But I found refreshing the dialogue of honesty. We want to explore this fantasy, we talk about it. And no one should get offended. We say yes, we say no, we say oh, or maybe oh yes. But tell your wife this is not against her. But of course, if she's not into it, don't do this. Try something else. Maybe she can suggest something else. Because the ulala is an energy of life. It's like a fire. If you don't put new piece of woods in the fire, it dies. And imagination and fantasy are the woods for the fire of the ulala. So keep talking about it and fantasize and see what happens with your partner. When you're married, that's the point. You calls are next. Bonjour, Queen. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Queen. So uh, I understand you have a question for me regarding the man you are living with. What is up? I do. So I've always loved your advice and I have, um, I've been living with my boyfriend for about six months and he has this habit that's driving me crazy. So he keeps, every time he takes off his clothes, he puts them right on the floor. I always know where he's been. I just have to follow the trail of socks and pants. How do I get him to stop doing that? Well, that, that's a good question. But before I answer have you told him about it? Have you, I mean, you guys had a conversation about it. What's, what's his excuse or reason for being so messy? We have. Um, 
he tells me because he's going to wear those pants the next day. Oh, <laughs> that please. That he just leaves them on the floor. <laughs> what? Come yeah. on. Oh, I see. I know. And, and so, but you don't do that, right? You're very neat and very organized? Yes. No, I, it means a lot to me to have a tidy house and to make sure that, you know, things are put away and not left out all over the place. And I think he just thinks it's funny, but gosh, it's really driving me up a wall. It would drive me up the wall too. I, I hate that. I'm, I don't like messes at all. So here's, here's what you're going to do. Have a conversation with him. More serious. So listen, it's a little bit passive aggressive. I've told you once, I've told you twice, please, you have to show respect. You have to put your clothes away. Uh, and I'm not going to put them away for you. So, you know, we can compromise. Maybe there's something I do you don't want me to do, or, but this is kind of against me. So can you please pick up your clothes, put them away, um, and I would really appreciate that. And you give him one warning. If nothing changes, then you go the more brutal way. You decide to leave all your clothes one night, everything on the floor in front of him, okay? <laughs> and, and he said, well, what's going on, honey? What's going on? It's exactly like you. We know we live in the jungle, so why don't we just let everything go? And he'll understand pretty quickly everything. You put everything on the floor, everything, and you wait for him to come home and watch his face. That's... That is the best advice. I'm doing it. <laughs> I'm doing yes. it. Give him the talk. If it doesn't improve after that, He's going to come back to a house upside down like he's never seen before and tell him you won't pick up a thing. It will, nothing will change until he, he agrees with you that it's mutual respect to take care of each other's clothes and have a little dignity in the house. I love that. Just a little oh. dignity, please. <laughs> yes. All right, Queen. Thank well, you listen. so much. You're most welcome. Good luck to you and call me anytime uh, if you have more questions, okay? Thank you. So now I'm going to go listen to Jenny's voicemail because she has a question about her guy and needs my help. Her voicemail is next. Remember, you're never alone with your relationship questions. I'm here for you. All you got to do 24-7 is leave me a voicemail at 855-905-8255 and I will get to it, just like for Jenny's. Take a listen. Hi, my name is Jenny. I've been with my fiance for since March. He's been married for 28 years and divorced since March. And we've been dating since about a week before his divorce. He's got six kids. I just want to know if it's normal for a guy to not introduce his kids to me for six months or not. I feel like his kids hate me. And I want to know if I'm worried for a reason or not. Thank you. Janice, it's a good question. When your fiancé, who's divorced and has six kids from another woman, has not introduced you to any of his kids, should you be worried or not? I'll tell you that next. How would you feel if you have a fiancé who uh, got a divorce from another woman, he has six kids from that other woman, and he has never introduced you to any of the kids? Should you be worried? Well, on a principle, I would say yes, but because of the pandemic, I would say no. I would say right now, things are so upside down that um, until the pandemic is over, maybe it's better to separate uh, everybody and so that, you know, 
uh, nobody gets sick, including the mom of the six kids, you and everybody. So exceptionally, exceptionally, Jenny, I would give him a pass and watch out what happens after the pandemic is over and everything is safe. And then if he doesn't introduce you to his kids, call me back because Houston, we have a problem. But fingers crossed, that's not going to be the case. And it's only related to the pandemic, hopefully. Uh, thanks for the voicemail. You call the next. If you have a question for me, call 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Nikki. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Nikki. So I understand your boyfriend cheated on you. What happened? Yeah, he cheated on me, um, but he actually told me. He told me right before um, everything happened with the pandemic. He just kind of came clean and said, you know, I made a huge mistake. I've debated telling you um, it was a one-night thing, and I, I just am so regretful, and he just came clean. I didn't have to find out. I didn't have to search anything. I didn't go through any phones. He just told me, and mm. it broke my heart. Like, it really broke my heart. I, was, I didn't even think I could be in love like this again, and, and I know he's sorry. I just am struggling with how to trust him again, and and, I, and cheating has always been like a number one, like that's not a thing that I accept. Um, mm -hmm. But I do believe he made an honest mistake. And I don't know. I'm just stuck. But you took him back. Yeah, we've been talking. And we sometimes we've had a couple dates here and there. Um, we've hung out and we've talked and we're kind of past the worst part. But I'm just wondering if we can get back into a romantic situation. So you have not been, you know, intimate or romantic since oh, then. Oh no, we've we've definitely done the ooh la la a couple a couple oh, times, but okay. you know, you don't have to have trust to do the ooh la la. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's true. That is true. You need chemistry. You don't need trust. That's true. Yeah. Okay. So here is my advice: you got to ask yourself and your intuition: Can I trust him or not? Mm. If you can trust him. You follow your intuition, and it should be fine. If you cannot answer that question, can I trust him again, then it's probably best to be friends or friends with benefits or just friends and let it go. Because without a trust, you can't build the tree of love. Without trust, you can't build nothing. You can't build a business. You can't build a friendship. You can't build any relationship. Without trust, what do you have? Defiance yeah. and worries. Yeah, absolutely. So it's so, really on my decision. Is, is it is. It, it is for you to decide once you follow your intuition, are you at peace with him or you're not? And if you're not, then be courageous and ask yourself that question. Why would I want to give a second chance to somebody who already broke my heart once? Mm -hmm. Okay, thank you so much. You have a good night, Nikki. Thank you for you calling. Too. So following Nikki's story about being cheated on, let me ask you this. Have you ever been cheated on in a relationship? Let's talk about that next. Have you ever been cheated on in a relationship? This question is, is universal. Have you ever been cheated on in a relationship? So I wanted to know what happened to you two. And uh, I posted that on my social media at Rendezvous Radio. The results are 82% of you said, yes, Simon, 
I've been cheated on in a relationship. 18% said, nope, I've never been cheated on in a relationship. I'm part of the 82%. But I'm guilty of, of also cheated on a couple of times. So, I, you know, it's what it is. But I'm going to be honest with you. I've been cheated on and I have cheated in my younger days. I regret it, though. It's not the right thing to do. But it's life. C'est la vie. Thank you so much for spending the evening with me. Very, very much. Thank you. Have a wonderful night. Bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.